Hello and welcome to the next in my series of studies in John's Gospel. I think many of us really want to be able to hear God, but it isn't as easy as it is perhaps to talk about. In the noise and busyness of life, his voice can get drowned out. Or we can be misunderstanding what we think he's saying. We're aware of those people who are definite that they've heard God. And when we, think, when we look, watch their lives, we're, we're not so sure. So many of us are nervous about claiming to hear God. And yet we're desperate to know his voice. We're desperate to know his leading. I want to explore this as it comes out in John chapter 10. And there are a number of different studies that we're going to do over the next few sessions that kind of unpack all this idea all around the metaphor of God being the shepherd and us being the sheep. We're going to explore that as we go through. John 10 is where Jesus has been talking to some of the Pharisees, those leaders who haven't led the people of God very well. And he's kind of echoing the passage in Ezekiel where God tells off the shepherds of Israel and where there's a prophecy towards the good shepherd who will come and lead his people. And it will appear that Jesus is deliberately echoing that passage and suggesting that he is that good shepherd. But where we're going to rejoin it is in chapter 10, verse 3, where he talks about uh, the gatekeeper and making sure that the the, uh, wrong people don't climb over the fence, but the right people, the shepherd, comes in through the gate. John 10.3 says, The gatekeeper opens the gate for him. That's the shepherd. And the sheep listen to his voice. And that's the phrase we're going to dwell on for a moment. And in future sessions, we're going to look at the second half of this verse. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. So, listening for the voice of God. What does that mean? I want to suggest three things that are important as we seek to listen to God's voice. And the first is that it means having an awareness that God actually wants to speak. Now this may sound obvious, but I think it's a fundamental problem that many of us live our lives not really uh, conscious of the idea that God wants to direct us and guide us and lead us. And we only kind of listen for his voice at moments of crisis or perplexity when we've got no idea what to do. But I think it's clear from the Bible that God wants a much more intimate and close relationship with that. And he wants to prompt and guide us through life. He has plans and purposes for us that he wants to direct us into. Plans that give life, plans that are good, Plans that enable us to have life in all its fullness. Plans for us to be a blessing and to fulfill his will and purpose as we follow him. So the first thing is to just stop for a moment and reflect and say, am I expecting God to speak to me today? Now, In future sessions, we'll explore more about what that sounds like and how we can begin to recognize that. But just in this first session, I just want us to be uh, mindful that we sometimes need to look and that he wants to guide us. I want to suggest some of the things that God might want to be saying, the words or ideas that might very commonly be there. It may be that God is asking us to stop. It may be our God is asking us to start something. 
And that's what we mean when we talk about wanting to hear God, that it's unique for us. So there are times when he says, I want you to stop doing that. There are times when he says, I want you to start doing this. And it's different and it's unique and it requires a listening to his spirit through each day. It may be that God is asking us to help a particular person or a particular task. It may be that God is prompting us to say a particular sentence or a word or a phrase to a person. It may be that God is asking us to admit and to own up and to confess and to apologize. It may be that God is asking us to forgive someone and that that voice in the stillness of our spirit is pushing us towards that action. It may be that God's voice is saying, slow down. It may be that God's voice is saying, seek me. It may be God's voice is saying, say sorry. It may be that God's voice is saying to resist something, to stand against something. It may be that God's voice is saying to keep going at something and not to give up or alternatively, to move on. And you say, well, how can God contradict himself? Well, of course, he isn't contradicting himself. He's guiding us in the moment for what we need at that time. And as Ecclesiastes tells us, there's a time for this and a time for that. There is a time to keep going. There's a time to move on. Maybe God is asking us to reach out to someone or to be patient with someone or to stand up for someone. And at the end of this study, I want to invite you to reflect on these words and to ask God to speak. John is telling us that Jesus says the sheep listen to his voice. It is proactive. It is an action of the sheep to seek to hear the shepherd. The sheep know that the shepherd has come and they want to know where he would take them. We're going to talk in another session about what it means to be led by God as he leads us out. But the principle is clear. We want, as a disciple of Jesus, to say, I believe you would lead me. You would direct my paths. And in order for him to lead us or to direct our paths, we need to listen to his voice. And so the second element of listening for the voice of God means to have a willingness to do what he says. See, that's implicit in the idea. The sheep listen for his voice because when they hear hear his voice, they're going to do what he says, come by or go away or whatever the command is. They know his voice and they're listening for it because their intention is to follow. And so we need to have a recognition that we need God's guidance. That all of those words before that I was talking about, it's not within the remit of our own wisdom to know the answer to all of those things. There'll be times when we think we should start when God says to stop. There'll be times when we think we should give up and God says to keep going. There are times when we think we have done nothing wrong and God says you need to admit it and say sorry. There'll be times when we ignore someone and God says I want you to reach out to that person. So to listen to the voice of God is to say, Lord, I need you. That in my own strength and in my own sense and power and wisdom, I don't know enough. And then part of that is to say to God, will you change me? 
Will you guide my steps? Will you transform my behaviors? Will you change the way I was going to live today? The sheep could stay in the sheep pen. We talked about the sheep pen being where they were kept safe at night, where there is no grass to eat, where life is pretty dull. They're crammed into a courtyard. We could stay in that place, but it's pointless, it's negative, and we wither. God wants to lead us out to a better place. As the Psalm 23 says, to be by still waters, quiet pastures, green pastures. But we need to desire to go his way. We need to say, you are the good shepherd and I will follow. And that means that we trust his ways are best. We trust that he knows what he's doing when he asks us to say sorry. That he knows what he's doing when he asks us to help someone. That he knows what he's doing when he says, seek me. That he knows what he's doing when he says resist or stand up or slow down or keep going. So listening to the voice of God means an awareness that he wants to speak direction. It means a willingness to do what he says. And thirdly and lastly, it means an attentiveness to look for his voice. And again, we're going to unpack this in future sessions. But for this moment, just to say this, it means placing ourselves in a place to hear Two great places to hear God. One is in the community of God's people, worshipping and teaching and hearing the word of God explained and encountering God in a time of worship together. And if we avoid those places, we avoid God speaking to us because part of the, the power of those moments is that we can't plan or switch off what we don't want to hear. That's the problem with YouTube and the internet. We search for the things that we like and we flick over the things we don't want to hear. But in the people, uh, amongst the people of God in church, and we long for that to come soon, it's a bit awkward to stand up and walk out. You can't flick channels. And it's in those moments where God speaks. And the second place uh, where God speaks is when we are still in his presence. When we set aside time to do two things, to prayerfully ask him to speak, to pray over the issues of the day, to, as we pray, ideas and thoughts come into our mind as we're praying about something. Very often, the idea as to what we should do uh, takes shape within us. But not only praying, but breathing in Scripture and allowing the Word of God to shape and transform us and to be an anchor and a guide and to be a safeguard against our own wishful thinking. If we're going to listen to his voice, the onus is on us to listen and we need to place ourselves in those places to hear and to silently wait. There are times when God has to speak to us on the move and the word is quick and instant. But often for the bigger things, the voice is quiet and maintained and repeated. But we need to stop and listen. And we need to learn to recognize his voice. And we're going to come on to that in a session or two's time. So for the end of this session, our question for reflection is this. What might God be saying to us in those different words that we had earlier? 
are any of these resonating? Uh, they seem to stand out on the page for us. They seem to have grabbed us as they were spoken. They seem perhaps to be at odds with what we thought, but perhaps reassuring of what we should do. To stop, to start, to help, to say, to admit, to forgive, to slow down, to seek, to say sorry, to resist, to keep going, to move on from, to reach out to, to be patient with, to stand up for. Where might God be speaking through this list? And what are we unwilling to hear? What is it that there is a risk that we might have closed our ears to and we're not listening because we don't want to hear? And are we in the places to hear God's voice? Want to... Uh, say a prayer and invite you to join in with me, a prayer by Nick Fawcett. Breathe your peace within me, Lord, peace such as only you can give. When I fret about tomorrow, when I worry about my loved ones, when I question whether I can cope, when my stomach feels knotted and panic rises within me, help me to hear your still small voice rebuking the wind and waves, stilling the storm, calming the rolling waves. And in place of turmoil, bring tranquility. In place of chaos, quietness. In place of a troubled, anxious spirit, rest for my soul. Oh God, may you open our ears to search and to listen for your voice. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.